Welcome home, everyone. It's Graham. We just want to give a quick update before we launch into today's show. We are talking about some more sensitive issues, not for little ears. So if for some reason you're listening while driving or this is out loud, just a heads up, you could probably tell by the topic of our show today that this is not one for sensitive little ears. So just wanted to give you a heads up. Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to Welcome Home. On today's episode, we're getting down and dirty, all for the sake of extending Valentine's Day. Unless, of course, you're like the majority of women and you don't enjoy Valentine's Day. We're stepping out of our comfort zone and talking about sex, how to love it, and why it's so important to date your husband. Plus, why silicone isn't just for baking sheets or boobs, art gallery level sex toys, and why that necklace and bracelet you're wearing for date night might not be what they appear to be. All that and more on this week's episode of Welcome Home. Welcome home, Graham. Welcome home, Kirsten. Okay, so here's what I love. In our intro, basically, we say we're stepping out of our comfort zone and talking about sex. Let's be relatively clear, and I think anyone, all our friends listening will know this. Um, we let somebody else talk about sex, and we kind of nod along. Totally it, not. It's a nodding along episode. It is. Um, but I think, not listening to an audiobook during it. Yeah, and I think we definitely pulled some good information out of Brooke. Um, for everyone who's not familiar, we have Brooke Christian, and she is a friend that we met at a conference a while ago. And of course, like Kirsten and I would find like the one girl who was so off topic to to talk to and befriend, but we loved her so much. She was and just one loved- of our absolute favorite people we met there. Yeah, we spent way too much time with Brooke, um, but she, no, we, there's no such thing as way too much time, but she was great. Um, and we're talking about sex today, and Brooke is unabashed about it. She will go maybe 10 levels deeper than even Kirsten and I felt like going, but we talked about, what's her thing, Kirsten? Like, Oh, where sex and motherhood collide, which was great. It's cool. She has a very nice backstory of how she kind of got into the industry and the business. And I mean, she's not a sex toy saleswoman. This is actually just a mom with young children who, you know, kind of had an epiphany and she, you know, she really views what she's doing as a true humanitarian effort. Yeah. She's very darling. She's very real. We like Brooke a lot. She's, she's very, she's great. And you know, this is important, right? It's, it's, well, here's the thing. I mean, like I had a conversation with my friends, like and we're just being really honest. Like, I really hope you have a great sex life, but like, I don't want to know anything about it, you know? So I feel like that's the truth is like, I don't want to know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I assume yeah. people don't want to know. But <laughs> Yeah, but at the same point in time, if nobody talks about it, then who do you get data from? Right. But then I wonder about guys. I don't think guys talk about it. Like, I don't think our husbands are out discussing that. At least mine, I don't think is. Is there a where sex and fatherhood collide blogger out there? <laughs> <laughs> If so, I think we need we don't we need to talk to you next February. Untapped market. Yeah, that would be really interesting. We need to bring in a dad's perspective. Why don't we think of these things? Okay, so if we were more again, Graham, these are things that real blogger that are real like, podcasters would do, but that would be a really good idea. Um, like like not doing a Valentine's Day episode the last week of February. <laughs> you know, but I like it. It keeps the spirit alive. And as oh. we'll get from the interview, I liked Valentine's Day. I always like you Valentine's do like Day. Valentine's Day. Oh. February sneaks up on you though. 
Yeah, it does. All right. Well, let's, this is a good interview. We enjoyed it very much. So without further ado, welcome Brooke Christian. Hey, Brooke, we are thrilled to have you on the show today. I want to tell a quick story about how we met. We met, Kirsten and I were at this conference in California. We met a lot of great people out there, but Brooke just had this like effervescence about her and she just kind of was just kind of in control of everything. And then we come to just start chit-chatting with her. And of course she's in control because she is the flirty girl. She knows all things about sex. And I want to read something just because I love it. And I think it's really elegantly written. It's kind of the mantra that you have on your website, but it's flirty girl is about making sex something you want to do versus something you have to do. It's about being his girlfriend again, about being irresistible, about starting to get confident by unlocking your sexiest self. Why? Because the better your sex life is and the sexier you feel, the better your life is outside the bedroom because great mind-blowing sex rocks. And when sex rocks, other good things tend to come with it. On that note, welcome, Brooke. Thank you for having me, y'all. Hi, Brooke. We really like Brooke, too. She's a a life favorite. She's really fun. Oh, my gosh. I feel so honored. Thank you, guys. Oh yeah, yeah like we're going to do like here. top MVP friend of our conference. <laughs> <laughs> we got him I love that. Plus I you had that. data. Plus you had data. We were interested in. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, data is important, man. <laughs> Absolutely, you got to know the cues and numbers the rule the world, no matter <laughs> how much can, you think otherwise. Can we also just take a moment to just be a little self congratulatory that we managed to find a business conference that included a blowout bar, so we could get our hair done at a conference? <laughs> like that's. I mean, if you're not at a conference where they do your hair and makeup, like, I don't know. Why do you go? Like, what is the point? Agreed. I still use my, the conference was sponsored by Olay, Dove? Dove. Dove. I still use my little, like, denim Dove sack for my makeup. So do I. I use that as, like, my to-go makeup sack. And we know Kirsten does because she's a hooch for swag. She's the girl who, like, runs around a conference being like, ooh, chip clips, frisbees. Yeah, I need, like, 10 more of those. Yeah, And we need a tote bag for that. All right, Brooke, tell us your backstory. It's very interesting. How did you become the flirty girl? Um, So it's a strange story. So I have two kids. They're young. Um, I have a nine-year-old and a five-year-old. And when I had my five-year-old, I got slayed by horrible post postpartum depression, like suicidal. It was horrible. And, um, I, you know, got help. I got therapy. I got drugs and part of my recovery for me. And I'm really, um, specific about saying that this is how I've viewed my needs is that I wanted to look nice again. I gained a lot of weight. I wanted to look nice. So I lost a bunch of weight and I decided to do a boudoir photo shoot, which if anyone doesn't know what that is, it's like when you get all glammed up and you wear really pretty lingerie and you kind of splay yourself on a bed for a photographer. And I did that because my anniversary was coming up and it was a very poignant moment because when I was taking those photos, I thought I was doing it for my husband, but it turned out I was really doing it for me because when I was in the middle of that shoot, I just had never felt so sexy and alive and like a woman. Like it didn't feel like mom at that point. And um, that was so empowering. And I went home and had the like craziest night with my husband. And um, I realized, wow, there's there's something like magical about feeling like this. It was making me feel better. And so I started exploring my sexuality a little bit more and becoming a little bit more daring. And that involved using a toy. 
I -hmm. found this sex toy. Actually, my husband brought it home, which I mean, do we all love him for that? Like so much. And so he, uh, he brought this sex toy home. You're like 8 million followers on Instagram. Love him for that. Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) Um, so he brought this, this, um, toy home which is basically like a vibrator that goes on him that we both get to share together. And it was amazing. It was like sex before using the sex toy. I like to say it was like analog television with like the wires coming out of the top. (laughs) After using this toy, it was like taking your, you know, going to 4D IMAX with 18 glasses. Like it was ridiculous. And I remember sitting there and being like, are you kidding me? Like, this is what people are talking about? Like, what? It was like when we all discovered Spanx. We're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, like you've been wearing underwear? Like, this is life changing. I just felt out like like I had been missing out. (laughs) I really didn't. Or like when I bought a quality hairdryer. Like, I was like, why was I using crappy hair? Okay, yeah. So this makes sense, right? Like, everything deserves the finest tools. Right. Or like the finest experience, right? Okay. Okay. I, I, I went to my friends. Like I was at Jimboree class at that point. My baby, you know, my youngest was like 18 months old. And I went to Jimboree class and I said to all my, you know, and my mom friends, I'm like, do you know about this thing? Like, have you ever used this? And they're like, no. And I'm like, you gotta go online and get this. Like I'm telling you, this is a game changer. And sure enough, they did because what was happening was that moms trust moms. Like we trust our girlfriends. If our girlfriend says that's the best hairdryer, it's worth $150. You're going to probably go out and buy the hairdryer and be like, yeah, that you were right. And so that's what wound up happening. And then my friends all came to me and were like, um, whoa, like now we have sex three times a week and we had sex one time a month, you know? And, and so everyone, I was starting to see this sort of like snowball effect happening. And um, I used to work in marketing for magazines in New York back when I was cool. And I thought, wow, there's an underserved market here. There is, I used to work for Oprah and I realized that no one was talking to moms about how hard sex can be after kids come and the dynamic of our relationships change. And knowing from Oprah that moms just want to be understood, like women just want to be understood and we want to be enveloped in like a female community that gets it. I was like, I can do this. There's these people need to be talked to. I need to be talked to. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's how I launched this business. And I was right. Like, I, I mean, I get a lot of stuff wrong, but I got this thing right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and you're open and you're, and you don't make it intimidating and you make it something that um, people can talk about. So, so that's, yeah, if you're not following Brooke already, what's so great about Brooke is she will say like, Hey, I'm going to use a word that's going to really creep you out, but let me explain why this isn't creepy. And it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I'm thinking of a few posts you've done that are just like, listen, this is going to make you feel so embarrassed but then it won't. Right. Well, I also try to keep it really real, you know, like my, so the reason I started Flurry Girl was because I realized that we can be more than just moms, right? Like we can be sexy and moms. Like you don't have to choose. They don't, they, they can live together, probably not at the same time, right? Like you probably aren't doing those two things at soccer practice or whatever, or pickup, but you can be both. And so what I do on my Instagram, um, hopefully, you know, people will, will follow me, but, um, what I talk about a lot is I'm honest. Like I spent this past weekend in my kids' rooms cleaning up stomach flow. Like that ain't sexy. Like that, that ain't, that ain't sexy. Mm -hmm. Um, and I show that because I'm, 
I don't have my it together all the time. So I say words that are like creepy. I talk about things that are ugly. I talk about things that are beautiful, you know, but I, I talk about it in real life because You're our the lives Kathleen are hard. Jennings of um, sex. Yeah. <laughs> Kathleen <laughs> yeah. is our guest who comes on who like, she basically she's gorgeous and beautiful and teaches us all about makeup, but she's like, this is my zit and this is what it looks like. Yeah. When yeah. And yeah. man, look at all the cover up I have to use. And people yeah. love it. And yeah, yeah, it's great. It's so great. Exactly. So, okay. Well, we have not timed the show perfectly for Valentine's Day, but it is February, the month of love. And we're, let's pretend we're tired old mom hags. Maybe Kirsten is. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Graham. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, help us do something mind blowing. Get us, like, help us, Brooke. Give us a little help. Okay. So well, wait, can we also do we have to love Valentine's Day? I found out a very interesting fact about Graham that this is her favorite what did you second, call it? Your favorite my, second tier holiday? Well, no, I mean everyone knows Halloween is my favorite tier, but like of the second tier, like for example, like if you're putting in what do you call um oh, this other second tier, Cinco de Mayo, I do like that one, or you know, St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day. I don't know. This is my this is up there. I love Valentine's Day. I've always that, had really good Valentine's Days. That is really fascinating because most women, like statistically, hate Valentine's Day. Really? Hate yeah, it. Hate it. And actually hate it more than men, which really? is interesting because men will usually be like, that's the dumbest holiday ever. But <laughs> women actually hate it more because there's so much pressure and like disappointment associated with it. So it's actually like depression rates rise highly um, in mid-February amongst oh, women. Wow. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. That's something new. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't really like the color purple and I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of glitter, but I <laughs> like... <laughs> So it's not a unicorn holiday, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan of unicorns. I know the rest of the world is. But um, yeah, okay. So help us do something. I more mean, here. here's the thing. And, and to your point about like, talk to us about your, your feelings on Valentine's Day. I hate Valentine's Day. Yeah, I mean, that's I what I'm Let me just say. Let me just say that. Let me say that. sex and you hate Valentine's Day. Like, I that's do. Just such a lovely. And here's why, okay, here is why I hate Valentine's Day, because of the pressure, right? Like, I just, I love that, that Valentine's Day is always, like, two weeks after the Super Bowl, so I can use this phrase that, like, Valentine's Day is the Super Bowl of sex. Like, there mm -hmm. is just so much buildup to it. It's, mm -hmm. like, this impossible thing to do well when you're scared all the time. I mean, I would like a study done on the rates of erectile dysfunction on February 14th because it feels like it would we'll be right really high. Put a man right, a man <laughs> right on that high. That's what she said. Sorry. I mean, it's just, it's so much pressure. And then because I don't want women to be having sex because they feel like they have to. It's exactly what you just read right? We should never have sex because we feel like we have to. The only reason we should be having sex is because we want to. And if we're having sex, it should blow our minds. If that happens to be on February 14th, wonderful. And the sex you have on February 14th should blow your mind. But that's the same blow your mind sex you should be having every time you do it. So for me, if February 14th is the day that like inspired you to romantic up or to break mm -hmm. out the new sex toy or to really connect or to wear lingerie. Awesome. Great. Cause that's going to serve you and your relationship. Fantastic. Thank you. Valentine's day. But there's nothing good about Valentine's day. If that's the only reason you're doing it, you know, like if you're just 
doing it because you feel like you have to. And that's the thing we should be, the good stuff is all the things we should be doing all the time. So I do have this like love hate relationship with it. You know, I hate it for all those reasons. I love it. If women take a moment to use it, to explore and do and try new things, then I think it's awesome. Okay. So um, unpack it. What top tips for bringing the romance back? Let's unpack it. What do we do? Um, we you have, want it, how do we want yeah, it? Yeah. You, I really think that in the craziness of our lives, we have got to date. Like we have to date our spouses. Like it has to start there. It is really hard to get romantic when you two have just put, spent an hour putting people to bed and bathing them and cleaning up lunch boxes and whatever. That's not sexy. So I really think that you need to commit to a date night and set that up as your time to be sexy and reconnect and have your like wild moment. And this is what I say to people. You have got to treat your date nights like a four hour adult only vacation. Like you have to. Like that is how you have to think. Specifically, just that you don't talk about your kids or- Right. So like think about like if you were going to Jamaica with your husband. Ironically, I am. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm so excited. I can't wait. Keep going. Hashtag jealous. Uh, You would not, you would shave your legs. You would shave your legs before you go on your trip to Jamaica. Like you would put some moisturizer on. Like you I would, would... tan. Thank you. Like, I would self tan. That's you. true. I might whiten my teeth. Okay. That's right. In Jamaica, like, that's like, wait, wait. Now, was that just, was that on purpose? Because I do feel like beach trips, you don't just go on. Like you prepare. There's a well, lot you of Well, you do, but you would prepare for anything. Like if you were just renting a hotel room with your husband for the night, mm-hmm. you know, in a city, you'd, you'd shave your legs also. My yeah. point okay. is, okay. is okay. that you, you need to approach it intentionally, right? You can't just willy-nilly your date nights anymore. Like it doesn't work. And if you are, that's why you're not connecting. So I think you have to prep yourself. If that means call the babysitter, you know, an hour early so you can put your makeup on or do your hair, however you feel the most beautiful, you Mm -hmm. need to make time to do that. It's not all that difficult to do. Um, The second thing I say is that you need to build anticipation on your date nights. Anticipation is the number one aphrodisiac in the world and it can't be bottled. Um, And the way that you do that is you can start sending your husband or your partner like sexy texts. Doesn't have to be a picture. It doesn't have to be lewd. It doesn't have to be salacious. It can be as simple as, I cannot wait to see you tonight. You were looking so hot when you left today. You know, like just, it could be that simple. I mean, you can, you can go up the ante for sure, but you don't have to. And what that does is one, it makes him feel loved. It sets up like, wow, she like, this is going to be a fun night. Like, let's see what happens. And it gets him thinking about it all day. And nine times out of 10, he's going to banter flirty back with you. And it's going to get you amped up. And all sexiness is, is energy. Right. Oh like my God. Have you energy? I'm so I don't want to interrupt you. Keep going. This is so no. good. But have you heard about the new game that like young people play? <laughs> this is so great. It's um they've taken all like the Bezos texts and basically what you do because I guess they've a lot of them have been published. Yeah. And you send them like you send them to your significant other and you see if they can bust you for like being real or fake. Like, <laughs> wait, what are the Bezos texts? I don't like, you know, you know he I, I let you know he wrote a lot of them to you know his. Uh, his mistress, but they're all published basically. And some of them are mundane. Like, I can't wait to wake up next to you and sip coffee all day long and read the paper with you. Like literally that is one of the texts, but like you take the text word for word and you send it to your significant other. And <laughs> you see if like, they call you out. I'm like, huh, what? Like, that doesn't sound like you. And then there's obviously the dirty ones too. Um, you know, Which is just, amazing. So you're right, you, the like, conversation. you could start there. 
if you want to start there, do it. But hopefully, like, he likes the lewd ones. I mean, so my point is, is, like, you have to say, oh, if you don't want to text him, like, whatever, put a sticky note, like, on his coffee mug and be like, you're hot, can't wait to kiss you later. You know, it's so, this is so easy. And that's the thing. Like, it's got to be easy. If it's not easy, y'all aren't doing it. None of us are doing it. And right. what that does is it just sets up this, like, ooh, I can't wait. Mm. Like, it creates this, like, little frisky energy, and that's the really good stuff. And so then once you get on your date night, um, I think that that's a really good time to introduce a sex toy, a sex position you want to try, something like that. And a lot of people are scared. It's, it's a scary thing to sort of introduce, and I get that. Um, but there are certainly ways to do it. If it's a sex position, I like printing out a picture and like slipping it across the table. Um, or leaving it on a pillowcase. If it's a sex toy that maybe you're interested in, I tend to like to take a picture of it in the box and send it um, or leave it, you know, like I said, by his keys in the morning. Just this like little teeny, very um, cute, for lack of a better term, ways to connect. Because then when you come home from your date night, you're going to feel like, wow, we are guy and girl, like, you know, Tom and Mary, we are not mom and dad because having sex with mom and dad is gross. Like that is really <laughs> gross, you know? And so you have to get back to that place where you're Tom and Mary, you know? And I think a really- Or maybe just date. invite Tom and Mary. Yeah. I mean, I mean- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kirsten. Wait, I, didn't, wait, I didn't hear what you said. What did you I say? I said maybe just invite Tom and Mary. That's right. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but it's very true. Like Outlander season four has me extremely confused because now they're grandparents and it's just a little bit odd. And they're having sex as grandparents. Like they can't keep their hands off each other. It's like amazing. Oh, this is no, I know, but it's whole thing. Tell her, ask her about the old people. Brooke's all over the old people. I'm all over the old people. Old people are having the most sex in America. I mean, God bless this demographic. I, <laughs> I mean, there's a whole lubricant market just for over 50 women. What? Yeah. Well, we have a lot of listeners longer. in that category. Yeah, so we really I'm telling you. Help them. Tell, how, what, what are they missing and what do they need to know? Well, there's a, you know, post and for those of us not there yet, tell yeah, us what's, what's coming. First of all, every single woman in America, I don't care what you say needs good lube. Like it literally makes everything you're doing better. I, if you are toys shy, no problem. Use lube. I promise you, you will feel like you're in the back of a car in high school again. I mean, it is <laughs> that good. Like you have to do it. Even if you are having the most vanilla playtime ever, I promise you lube is going to take it up a notch. And if you are postmenopausal and dealing with, um, you know, hormonal dryness, there are some fantastic lubes that are really viscous and, um, you know, can, can keep you going for a while, y'all. I, there's a huge, the most amazing thing about when I meet um, that generation of women when they, when I talk to them is a lot of times they're divorced and they're on new relationships, right. Mm -hmm. Or marriages or whatever. I mean, they've been through hell and back and now they're like back out there. Oh my God. I got to tell you, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> like, yes, you are my 65 year old goal. This is amazing. But, um, yeah, nice. there's a whole market. There's a whole market for that. So if any of you are going to link to um, everything on our show notes. So that's the welcomehomepodcast.com. So we will have everything in case you want to get a little deeper dive. All right. Sorry to interrupt, guys, but we're going to take a quick break. 
sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make a joke about like between you- the sheets and above the sheets, but I don't know if the advertiser will like. We're gonna talk about sheets. No, it's perfect. They're gonna be thrilled with this. Roll it, Kirsten. I say don't cut this. Yeah, we're we actually have a bedding sponsor on our sex <laughs> episode. Oh, amazing! <laughs> you would think we planned it. We did not. We didn't plan it. This is see, this is the magic of not planning anything. Sometimes it works. Sometimes out. it works. Sometimes Buffy, it you're so anywhere. lucky, Buffy. What is Buffy? Buffy makes comforters that are better for you and the earth using skin-friendly eucalyptus fabric and a fluffy fill made from, get this, 100% recycled water bottles. That sounds like it would be painful and sharp, but it's not. It's like the softest thing you've ever put over your body. It is truly soft. We got Buffy's to try and they were bananas. No, they were water bottles. Buffy is made from plant-based fabric, which makes it breathable. So you're comfortable, a comfortable temperature all year round, which, you know, living in Arizona, we have really extreme, it froze last night and then it was, you know, a million degrees in the summer. So that's right. And and I think the other cool thing is it's hypoallergenic. So they kind of use different thoughtful materials and construction that shuts out dust, mold, and mites. So if that's something you're concerned about, um, that way you're not breathing kind of harmful allergens when you're sleeping at night. Yeah, And what I think is cool also is that after one year, Buffy has helped recycle and reuse over three and a half million water bottles. And only half those million water bottles came from my family's trash, which is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, here's the thing. You don't need to take our word for it, although Graham and I have loved our Buffy's, but Buffy believes the bedding is personal. So they offer a complimentary trial, which means you get to try it in your home for 30 days. And if you don't love it, you return it for free. So if you like they pay the, the market, shipping, it's amazing. It's as this is a zero brain thing. Like yeah. you try well, it if you're in the market for a new comforter and you want to do something good, I mean, you all have to try Buffy. So um, we, of course, as usual, have a special deal for our listeners for $20 off your Buffy comforter. Visit Buffy.co and enter the promo code Welcome, Welcome home. home. Again, you'll get $20 off your first comforter, which Again, you can just try for 30 days. Visit Buffy.co, that's B-U-F-F-Y dot C-O, and enter the promo code Welcome Home. Um, I have really had a lovely night of sleep the last couple of nights. I just came earlier this week, and it has been like being in a hotel bed. It is so nice. Well, you know what I think is kind of neat about this one is I, I, don't re- I can't remember if they advertise this or not, or I read it somewhere, but I think it's true. You know how weighted blankets are so hot right now, like yeah. for people with stress and anxiety? These have a little bit of a heft to them. They um, do. I don't think it's it. as full, as dramatic as a weighted one, but it's nice. I agree. Yeah. I feel the same way. I'm certainly not saying it's weighted, but like it had like a, you felt like you were kind of, I, I've slept under it felt a, like a hotel. It felt like a fancy hotel bedding. Yeah, it really did. So Buffy.co. And, and I also really liked the, um, the eye mask that smelled like lavender. Yeah. That's a surprise. If you order, oh, there's shoot. a surprise that comes in your package. There's a surprise. It's a All right. Thank you, Buffy. Now let's get back to, let's get back between the sheets. <laughs> I was so waiting for that. So cheesy. Okay. Love it. Brooke, I, I love you have a curated selection. That's the other cool thing about yes. the art gallery. This is no, this is not low rent stuff, ladies. Oh no, God, no. Some of this stuff will like you actually have to budget for. Um, it's a curated yeah. guide. I looked at it. It's yesterday. It seems like it's all made of silicone. 
So most of it is silicone. Um, one of the products that I don't sell online, I sell privately, is made out of um, metal. It's kind of amazing. It's a bullet necklace. Like it looks like a bullet, and you oh, wear you've been it. Oh, we talking about this for a while. This yeah. is quite interesting. Yeah, it's one of my favorite toys. But to be honest, I I felt like I needed to talk about new stuff. It is. It's amazing. It's a necklace, and I. This is the other thing. I love mm-hmm. sex toys that you can wear, and I don't mean that in like a gross, disgusting way. I mean that in a secretive way. Like I have beautiful handcuffs that are just like black leather wrap bracelets. And when you're done with the night, you know, they become handcuffs. I think secrets are sexy. And I think when you can wear your secret publicly and just the two of you know what it means, that's really hot. And so um, I really like that kind of stuff. And yes, that's why I curate it. And I do have this necklace that I'm um, devotional towards that looks like, if any of your listeners know Stella and Dot, so yeah. that makes a, a necklace called the Rebel, which looks like a bullet pendant. And mm-hmm. this is actually a bullet pendant that vibrates, which is amazing. And I mix it with all my chains and it looks really cool. And it happens to be one of the best vibrators ever. But yes, that you have to contact me um, directly to buy. But on my website, yes, most of the toys are made out of silicone. Um, they're medical grade. They're so soft. And I curate this collection for a very specific reason there's a lot of disgusting stuff on the market, like absolutely disgusting. And I really just don't think that as moms and wives and sophisticated, educated individuals that we should have to go lowbrow on our sex toys. Like, Brooke, I love the way you describe like why a woman is never going to buy a sex toy. Can you just, I've heard you describe this to multiple people. And it's, oh, oh yeah. Your why explanation is so spot on. Like I can visualize exactly what you're talking about because when you when you said, you know, like, uh, am I really going to drive right. like, yeah, yeah. minivan yes. with my school bumper stickers, stickers to yeah. like, the wrong part of town? Here's the deal. And here's the deal. And this was part of like my realization of why I realized there was a market here amongst moms um it was that the truth is all moms want every woman wants awesome sex unless there's something delusional happening but like we all want great sex frankly 70 percent of us need clitoral stimulation in order to have an orgasm that's just science and you know the last time i checked he doesn't come with a vibrator so we need toys And the problem is the current state of affairs is that most of the places you can buy toys are in sex toy shops that are off like the 405 and in these horrible buildings that have no windows. And you are not going to take your like SUV with your lacrosse and your camp stickers on it and like roll up to the romantic depot while you're between pickups and run in and grab a vibrator. And plus I'd be scared I'd be kidnapped. Well, right. And like, who's going to see you? And the other thing is, I'm like, this just not going to happen. I, in the tens of thousands of women I've talked to, I've met one woman who was brave enough to do that. It won. And that's it. And so like, where do you go? And the alternative is that you could go online to like adamandeve.com or one of those big places. But if you type in vibrator or clitoral vibrator, 25,000 options will show up. Like, how are you supposed to handle that? I mean, that's, at least like when you're on Bumble, it like sorts it for you. So you're like down to 10. I mean, this is like craziness. So that's what I do. I just think women, moms, we need a safe Mm -hmm. place to go 
to talk about sex and to have sex toys. And the sex toys don't have to be disgusting. Like they don't have to be disgusting. They don't have to be lewd. They don't have to be icky. Like they can be beautiful. They can be pieces that we can be proud to own that aren't scary. Um, that if our child were to find one, we would have a really good excuse for what it is. Like I have one toy that I love and I always tell moms, like if they, if your kid finds it, just say it's mommy's ear thermometer, like and hold it up to your finger. <laughs> you know, like every time a client buys a toy, I give them oh the like kid code on how to like so great. It comes with a kid code. yeah you have to have a kid wondering what, what her official tagline is it's where sex and motherhood collide i think that a vibrator disguised as an ear thermometer maybe <laughs> yeah that's it right in a nutshell that is what we're talking about but so yeah i i i that's why i do this and the other thing is that's why I go to shows. Why do you want to have to wade through what works and what doesn't? And the other thing is, so I go to these trade shows. I figure out what the best products are. I was just in Los Angeles doing that. Came back with a bunch of new stuff that went on the website. And the other thing is you can go into the Romantic Depot and the salesperson there, she's lovely. She's probably 18, bisexual, got a lot of piercings and tattoos. Now, nothing against her. She knows her stuff. She really does. But she doesn't understand your life. And that's just the truth. And the problem is, is there are very specific constraints that motherhood and long-term relationships put on our sex lives. And it really helps to have another person to talk to about it who understands. Like, well, I was that's just, why we brought you on the show. I mean, yeah. you're, you're quintessential, like, lovely, elegant suburban mom who just happens to want to chat about like this sex. Yeah. And yeah. Go to and, talk, and talk openly about it. So, and yeah. yeah. I do because I know you understand. And, you know, I understand that not everybody wants to talk about it. I understand that not everybody's open enough or brave enough. There's a lot of stereotypes and stigmas. I understand that. But I am okay with that. I don't mind putting myself out there. I'm okay. And I really see myself as the person who says what we all think, but, you know, are too afraid or don't want to say or admit to. But it's nice to be able, I'm thankful that I can be the voice for the moms who don't have one. Like, I, I, I really enjoy that. And because the more we talk about it, the more we can make things better, you know? And, and I really believe the best thing, like I am not here to sell sex toys. I do not care how many I sell. That is not my intention in any way, shape or form. My intention with Flurry Girl is to make moms feel gorgeous, sexy, beautiful, and to have a great sex life. Like that's all I care about. And my husband gets really upset, because, not upset, but annoyed. Like Saturdays, are when usually people have their date nights, right? Like couples usually have their date nights mm -hmm. on Saturdays. And usually Sunday morning, like my phone will blow up because I wind up being, becoming friends with people because I mean, I'm talking about the most intimate thing in their lives, right? Like I'm, I'm talking to them about their most vulnerable selves. And so there's a connection that happens involuntarily. And so my phone will blow up on Sunday mornings with clients being like, oh my God, that was amazing. I just had the best sex ever. We had the most amazing date night. And my husband's always like, there goes mom's phone again, blowing up <laughs> over pancakes, you know? <laughs> but um, that is where like the joy is. marriages. Like it's- I mean, it's, it's true. It's really true. <laughs> Yeah, no, okay. What if just deal for two seconds more? I know you gave us some really good tips and tricks, but like, what if truly 
someone is a little bit embarrassed, um, you know, to make that for, are you just saying kind of start really slow, like slow roll, like, oh, you looked hot today when you left the house, like something that anyone could do. Yeah. Like maybe uh, it might be a little much to like put a picture, you know, yeah. print out yeah, a yeah. picture. I think you start with flirting, to be okay. very honest with you. I think you have to start flirting your spouse again you know, dating them and flirting with them. And I think you start there because ultimately, um, sexuality is just energy, like sex drive, all of those things. It's just energy. And if you, you, but you have to create it, you have to harness it and it's got to start somewhere. So if he's not doing it, then you have to start and he might be apprehensive and that's okay, but just keep going. And, and I say this all the time, you know, sexiness is just confidence. It's all it is it's nothing more than that. It's not boobs. It's not stilettos. It's not leg. It's, it's none of those things. It's, it's the person who knows themselves the best. And, you know, you, you do have to be confident again. And that means flirting because that's energy. And, and I think that's the most basic way to start. Um, in terms of, you know, thinking about a sex toy or all of those, that, that can be step B, but I would encourage people to not not let your fear prevent you from doing something amazing. You know, I, I do think that if you can just get over it and sometimes you got to laugh about it. So you just got to laugh with your partner and be like, I don't know, does this seem crazy? You know, and the thing that I love most is that when a woman comes to a man and says, Hey, I saw this thing. I think maybe it could be interesting. Even if the man initially is like, whoa, 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 am I being replaced? Am I not good enough? It starts a conversation. Like, and those are conversations we need to have and we avoid them. Um, and even if they're tough to have sometimes, they usually work out being good because you can't have a good sex life if you're not communicating. You cannot be fulfilled in bed if you both don't know what you want. Um, and I... And I say this all the time as moms, we do so many things we don't want to on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. We deal with so much mediocrity that sex in our bedroom should be the last place that we accept that. And, you know, another thing that we, we sort of haven't really touched on but danced around is how do we feel turned on again? You know, it's really hard when you've been parenting together and one of you is, you know, cleaning up snot and the other one is you know you're peeing with the doors open because you're that comfortable at this point like that's really hard to be turned on at that point um and also men you know sorry to the male listeners but men are sometimes dumb and suck you know like we're really tired and we're sad and we're sitting on the couch you know and after the day and we just don't want to do anything and they come creeping over to us and you're like what are you doing you haven't even asked me about my day like are you kidding me you know like you got to go to lunch today like i was stuck with cheerios in my hair like get off me and so it's really hard to want to go upstairs with that guy you know so so how, so how can we make that better and if I think that we really need to be more accepting of the things that turn us on. And, you know, you were talking about Outlander, like Outlander <laughs> was probably, now this is not a joke. Outlander was probably oh. the first time I realized that I could get turned on by a book. Like it was probably like my first foray into like very PG erotica, but I was reading those books and I was like, Woof, I wow, when is he coming home? Like, let's have us some sex. Like I was really into it. And my husband's sort of like a ginger. He's not fully ginger, but like a strawberry. And I'd be like, ah, I'm just going to pretend. Want that the, the no, but I know I'm very familiar with it. Trust me. I have to listen to Kirsten talk about Outlander. Right, but the, it was the books. And so, you know, there's a reason that Fifty Shades of Grey 
was a phenomenon is a ridiculous ridiculous amazing amazing because it turned us on and mm-hmm. and and that doesn't happen. I don't be- know though. As a, I mean, I just I I I'm sort of a well. Okay, fine. Did you not turn you on? I don't. It was just so poorly written. Like I couldn't. Yeah. Curious, <laughs> well, a literary purist. But. <laughs> well, I think you're gonna find that most of erotica isn't Pulitzer Prize oh, at all. I think I was, is what you're gonna find. I love a good character arc, and they're just I just couldn't get there. Yeah. No, some of us no were able character. to get past that Kirsten. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Some of us, most of us were able to get past it, but your, yeah. your criticism was your, valid. Was well valid. Yeah, no, exactly. I read the funniest blog that basically said the reason why Fifty Shades of Grey was like the best thing that happened to everyone's sex life was because of Kindles. They're like, no one knew what you were yes. reading on the subway. Well, yes. <laughs> I don't think that Fifty Shades would have done as well. If oh my God, Brooke, moneymaker. You know how we're always talking about moneymakers? Add, add a curated list of books because that's the thing. Like that would well, be genius to your site. That, that's already happening actually. Oh, okay. cool. And there's actually, I'm going to refer your guests. Um, I'm, I'm about to do a partnership with this amazing app called Sun set s-u-n-s-e-t-t-e okay um they're an app it's paid i think it's like three bucks but what they do and this is so genius they send a short erotica story short mm-hmm. female mm-hmm. friendly to mm-hmm. your phone every day at sunset it's like two pages wow like super easy to read you know it's not like a novel you can read it really quickly, like before you go to bed or like when the kids are tucked in or like whenever, right before your date night, whatever. And you will be raring to go. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. That is, why didn't you think of that, Kirsten? I'm like really mad I didn't think of it. Like I'm really mad that I didn't yeah, monetize that. Fields, but it's not like super raunchy. It's just no, no, lovely. No, no, no. It, it, it's, I mean, you know. It's, unclear, unclear. I'm sure you could like, I'm sure Sunset has figured out how to make different levels for yes, different tastes. Yes, but it is, it is, it's nice. It's not. It does, it does the job. It's not a dungeon. Okay. I'm going to get very specific here, Brooke. Yes. Because I, I loved, I want to know what kind of packaging these arrive in. Oh my God, it's gorgeous. Because when you talked about, when you talked about, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is like, is like specifically when the Amazon box is yeah. sitting yeah, on yeah, my yeah. door. Yeah. For I, you know what? Four you, bring hours. Up, you bring up such a good point. I need. I mean, these are the things women think, right? It's oh, like yeah. when the neighborhood oh, yeah. boy comes over to skateboard. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there's a sex oh, yeah. toy lying on my front yard. Yes. Okay. So you're right. These I are the specific to, questions moms have. I totally get it. And you're right. Like, you, I need to write about this and like show pictures. So every toy comes in a completely discreet unmarked box. It looks like an Amazon box. Now, if your kid like always opens your stuff, you should probably have a conversation with him. Like stop touching my stuff. If you see it says my name, like the post office is going to arrest you if you open it. Like it's federal crime. Hands off my stuff. It's what? not Diary of a Wimpy Kid version 450. Kirsten, like right. even the dirty magazines figured out like how to mail things in black packages. Are you really worried about that? Like no. I'm And I don't, and how would I know, good girl, here's the real question. How would I know what a dirty magazine arrives in? Like, do you think I'm subscribing to dirty magazines? Yeah, but even when you go into the stores, like they're wrapped in like black, you know, whatever. So you can't see them. I'm not worried. Brooke, I'm not worried about it. Okay. Well, I, here's a little story. Here's just a little story that I had a client. She was local. She was very scared to get the package delivered to her house. All the reasons you're talking about. She didn't believe me that it was, you know, completely 
um, you know, discreet. discreet. Thank you. Um, so she wanted me to, I had it delivered to me and then I brought it to her. She took a look at the box and I was like waiting for her to like laugh. And she took a look at the box and she, she's like, we were literally doing like a drug deal outside Target, you know, <laughs> like my car pulled up, her car pulled up. She got out. I handed her the box, like absolute drug dealer style. And she looked at the box and she looked at me and she goes, I feel like a moron. I was like, well, I tried to tell you. And she was like, no, I really feel like an idiot. This looks like any box. I'm like, yeah, told you. Okay. Have so much fun. <laughs> so right. I get it. It's, it's a total fear. The other thing, but you shouldn't be. The other thing is um, the toys. And, I, and you're right. I want to do a post on this. Um, the toys are so beautifully packaged. Like they are so gorgeously boxed with tissue paper. And like they are absolutely stunning. And that's part of what I filter through it. Like that has to be one of the requirements. If I'm going to recommend it, it has to be beautifully packaged. Highbrow expert here. Okay. So Hi to brow. end us, you got to tell us, and I know you, you kind of danced around it. Top product on the market. The one must have, I'm going to let you say the word if you need to just. Graham's bracing herself. What's, okay. what's the one thing? What's the one thing we need? Yeah, okay. you can do it. We don't think they're going to shut us down. So okay. Go. So I think that well, I have two. I'm going to say two. So number one, the, the toy that launched this entire business was a cock ring. I'm sorry, you guys. It's just the industry term. There's not much I can do about that. Industry <laughs> term. You should rebrand, Brooke. <laughs> um, yes, is a cock ring. Um, it's available on my website. It's the. It's called the Jeju Mio. It, I, clearly, it was life-changing. Sounds um, fancy. It's it's no, everything on your website is really pretty. The thing I love about the cock ring is that you have to use it together. You have to use it together. It, it, it is man required. Like you cannot, and so it creates this very connective experience, which is great for date nights, and it was a great way to relaunch stuff. You cannot use it without him. And so it's this beautiful um, opportunity for you two to really have a great time together. Um, and that is why I love that toy so much. The second toy that I think is just, um, right now I am loving more than anything is, is called the Dame Palm. It's designed by two women who live in Brooklyn. They're MIT grads. Like they're so cool. They're so much cooler than me. And they designed like effectively, um, like a clip, clip, but I mean, they're so cool. They've been in the New York Times, like they've won awards. They're so cool. They're hipsters. I'm not even half as hip as they are. So they design. I love that there's awards. Oh my God, girl. There's like the Oscars of sex toys. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. They just happened, actually, in Los Angeles. They How did we miss Kirsten. this room? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so it's called the Dame Palm. It's on my website. And it, it, it's basically a clitoral vibe, um, which means it goes on you and it, it helps that 70% we were talking about. But it's flexible and it's got this little tip that these two girls like figured out. I love sex toys designed by women. Like that is my favorite because clearly we know our own bodies, you know? Um, and that to me, those are the, that's the best starter kit. Like you get a great clitoral vibe, which is the palm. It's just it's soft and it's flexible. And that tip is just amazing. And then you get the cock ring, which is something for you two to really use together. And that is the best starter kit that I could ever recommend to somebody. Well, there you go, there ladies you go, everybody. and gentlemen. <laughs> On that note, yeah. Brooke. You are a gem, a true gem. Thank you for doing this. And it just was thanks for the reminder to date our husband. Like, let's yeah. remember, like, yeah, why we, we got married. To. Yeah, we have to. We have to. It takes effort. And this is the thing I say to moms all the time. Like, I wish I could tell you it requires no effort. 
because I get it. We're busy and we got 18 things on our to-do list. I really wish I could tell you that it requires nothing, but it does. And I'm sorry. And I know that sucks. I don't want to do it most of the time either, but that's why hopefully what I say, and if you follow me on Instagram and all that stuff, hopefully what I'm giving you is easy ways to do it. Stuff that literally takes you a minute. 30 seconds, five minutes. Like I, I know it's hard and I know we got to do it, but let's just try to make it as easy as possible. Couldn't have said it better. On that note, everyone, thank you for listening and welcome home. Hmm. Wow. If you type in flirtygirl.com, it is not her website. Uh-oh. <laughs> Flirty girl guide. Yep. What's flirty? I don't, do I want to know?